Welcome back to the muster. There is no stock sale out of Lawnville. Uh, so Sam Riley from PGG Wrightson can stand down for the afternoon. Uh, now, though, we are catching up with Rob Bird from Environment Southland, Land Sustainability Officer as Environment Southland. We're on the muster more often than not. Rob, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, going pretty good. Long weekend. Uh, nice and refreshed. And um, a lot yeah. of people getting out and about with the blue sky. Just a wee bit nippier in the mornings at the moment. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Right, we're talking about burn-offs, what people need to know about it. Basically, what's some basic guidelines when you are doing outside burning, Rob? Yeah, well, I suppose there is some uh, full planning for uh, people and and particularly maybe in the farming sector too, uh, with a lot of guys cutting some hedgerows down or, uh, you know, burning those uh, older macrocarpa um, uh, hedge lines out. Um, so what, what we hope people would do is there's probably two places to look at. Uh, we're looking at probably Environment Southland's website. Uh, we have a nice outdoor burning brochure, which is actually being updated a little bit for, for people with a bit more information. And that's got a few uh, do's and don'ts. Uh, the other website to look at is Can I Light a Fire? And that is through FENS, uh, Fire and Emergency New Zealand. Uh, now, they have some very similar uh, sort of information and that sort of information I suppose is around uh, where to place your fire piles so we're looking at sort of uh, maybe 10 to 30 metres away from hedgerows uh, making that sure that when you do light the fire piles that you uh, have uh, a good idea of the uh, climatic conditions so uh, maybe wind directions particularly um, uh, so you're not ending up smoking out your neighbours uh, maybe things like uh, don't have too large piles um, and uh, so that you can control them too. And that's a, that's a big one for fence is uh, they usually have to attend a few uh, fires to get out of control. So what we're trying to say to people is have a few reasonable-sized piles but ones that you can keep under control. Um, and particularly, as I say, uh, make sure that you're uh, uh, downwind of uh, people's houses and particularly things like schools and... I know that we've had some large fires um, that have uh, come over the urban areas. So if you're living closer to urban areas, make sure that you uh, can have a fire that you might be able to put out just in case the wind uh, changes. So the things to look at too is whether there are total fire bands. And say, again, that's related to fens. At the moment, we're in what we call an open season, so there are no restrictions. And then sometimes in summer we go through to a restricted season where you might need a permit. Um, so this is, all comes into your pre-planning. And then sometimes in some cases we might actually flip through to a total fire ban. So looking at the EES website and also the FENS website, and you can go to Can I Light a Fire on the FENS website, and that will give you the information particularly around what season we're in and where you can burn. Uh, the ES Outdoor Burning Pamphlet uh, will give you some guidelines too. And particularly for people in the winter season now, uh, in the Gore and Invercargill airsheds, um, there are restrictions uh, basically through from the 30th of April uh, to the 1st of September where you can't uh, uh, burn within the airsheds. And the reason for that is we're trying to make sure that we have good air quality in the airsheds through the winter season. What's the rule regarding dead hole burning? Well, you can do some dead hole burning. There's no problems with that. And it's the same thing with dead holes. Um, 
uh, we, we would like you to make sure that you don't have any other material in there. So you can technically uh, uh, sometimes have some uh, plastics in there. People might throw dead holes and uh, farm landfills together. Uh, but uh, my advice is uh, that you can actually sort of it'd be nice to have them separate separate them out, and uh, most people can. Uh, just make sure that you're not digging the dead holes down to groundwater. And same thing with open fires, um, that you make sure that uh, that you don't create a nuisance with that, and that's usually through smoke and odour. Uh, try not to use accelerants; just use uh, nice dry timber. Paper, cardboard, that sort of stuff. Uh, please avoid, like with the outdoor burning, make sure that you're not burning things like um, panelised timber, plastics, waste, those sorts of stuff like that. Are you finding farmers are pretty good though for likes of that for the recycling side of things regarding plastics on farm now, Rob? We're in the season now; it is winter grazing. Um, a lot of plastic comes off farm, but the message is getting through, and it has been for a long time and been really well received by rural people in Southland as well. And that is recycling. It is. It is. Yeah, recycling in in Southland has has had its ups and downs uh, over time. Uh, but the two uh, main areas, particularly for baler trap, and as I say, uh, yes, if most people were driving along this year, they'll probably see uh, quite a lot more baleage out there and silage uh, covers. So what we're asking uh, uh, farmers and landholders, if they have got that plastic uh, baleage wrap, is uh, they can contact uh, the two main uh, areas is CMC Plasback, uh, our Pukarau there, and their information's on our uh, website there. There's a lovely um, reduce your waste in households and farm fact sheet put out by Thriving Southland on our, on our website, uh, and they will have a lot of contacts for, as I say, Plasback, and also Recycle South, um, which also does uh, recycling at the Dairy Hub. Uh, you can contact those two people, give them your information, and they can um, put you into the system and give you the times that you can drop off your information, uh, your, uh, uh, particularly your recycling from your uh, baleage wrap. And any other stuff, there's uh, many other areas on there, on the actual uh, information uh, leaflet, that tell you where you can take a lot of your stuff. So, like AgriCab covering the plastic uh, container recycling and everything down to car batteries and household batteries. Many, many things are on that um, uh, information sheet. Just a timely reminder regarding firewood as well. Make sure it's dry. Yeah, that's it. You know, make sure your firewood's nice and dry. Uh, that's, uh, you know, a lot of people for the, uh, particularly the gore edge sheds, um, particularly in wintertime, uh, where we're having this cooler, calmer weather, uh, we do have uh, issues with smoke. So make sure that your wood's nice and dry. Um, and uh, you're using the right materials. Same thing again, like outdoor burning, um, not burning plastics to start your fire off. Um, you know, maybe a bit of dry wood and, and uh, some pine cones are very good for uh, starting fires. Uh, but the same message there again, just trying to reduce that smoke nuisance. Uh, and as I say, particularly in the farming area too, um, you know, just uh, being conscious of your neighbours. Uh, so, uh, say with your indoor fires, just maybe occasionally going outside and making sure that your uh, uh, fire is burning nice and uh, hot and uh, not too much smoke coming out. And the same thing for the outdoor um, got burning as well. 
making sure that your neighbour's well informed, um, you know, that you might be having a fire, uh, and um, also just checking your fire too to make sure that you haven't got green material in there or too wet material, which uh, ends up smoking and smoking at your neighbours. Absolutely, and just finally, Rob, people can go onto the Environment Southland website or give you guys a call to get a bit more info? That they can. They can, they can call our uh, uh, main operation line and they will put you through to, say, a land sustainability person or uh, probably even uh, uh, one of the compliance team and they can give you some information on outdoor burning as well. Rob Berg, great words leading into winter. Thanks for your time on the muster as always. You're welcome. Thank you. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Because life on the land can be a laughing matter. Laugh out loud with Ag Proud. Brought to us by Livestock Supplies. A wife was making breakfast of fried eggs for her husband when suddenly the husband burst into the kitchen. Careful, he said, careful. Put in some butter. Oh my God. You're cooking too many at once. Too many. Turn them. Turn them now for God's sake. We need more butter. More butter. My God, where is the butter? Oh, what are you going to do without the butter? Look, you never listen when you're cooking. Never. Turn them. Hurry up and turn them. Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? Don't forget to salt them. Salt? Where's the salt? Use the salt. The wife stared at him. What the hell is wrong with you? You think I don't know how to fry a couple of eggs? Husband calmly replied, I just wanted to show you what it feels like when I'm driving. No stock sale today, but I might play the auctioneer's song just because I can for a Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate your company. My name is Andy Muir. This has been the Muster on Hokanui, thanks to Peter's Genetics. See you tomorrow, Wednesday, 1 o'clock, Hokanui. Another-